wonder if there's anyone out there right now that wants a fresh touch of God, a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit in their lives. I wonder if anyone out there is, is sick of only experiencing God on a Sunday morning. Someone who wants more, someone who wants to be more intimate with God and have more of a relationship with Him. I wonder if there's anyone out there like that listening to this. Because if that's you, this may be the podcast for you. How's it going, guys? Um, today, I want to talk about something very important. Now, this is the the uh, part one of our prayer series that we're going to do over the next couple of weeks. Um, and today's episode is the power of prayer, okay? The power of prayer. Um, you know, there's, there's absolutely nothing more important than having a prayer life. And this is coming from someone who spent a lot of time without one and was just praying, um, basically, you know, like a lot of us do just praying before bed and praying before we eat, um, which is crazy. But, um, having gone from that to now, I feel like a different person and I'm not, I'm not trying to like uh, sugarcoat or anything like that at all because, you know, this is, this is from God. Um, it is so incredibly important that you would have a prayer life. Um, you know, honestly, you will not survive your calling that God called you to do without having a prayer life. You just, it's, it's just impossible. You can't, you can't even live without having it. Honestly, you can, you can physically live but spiritually, you're not going to really be living very much. And that's coming from someone who was exactly like that. Um, you know, as, as Christians, we're just, we're not just talking about, um, you know, religious duty like we tend to do, you know, or, or tend to make it seem like I should say. Um, you know, it's not like some written speech that we say every day, um, you know, over and over again. You know, we're talking about the Holy Spirit moving us to pray. You know, and I, I pray that God, through this and through the next couple of um, episodes, that He would just give you that burning desire to pray and to have that that one-on-one time with Him. Um, you know, talking about having this connection with God and having a burden to get into that place of prayer. You know, we're going to be talking about uh, you know being so in love with God that you can't not spend time with Him. You know, it's not about forcing yourself to pray. It's not about how you feel, um, you know, because I know that sometimes we can get like that and we shouldn't. We should have that desire to where, like you're addicted to it, you know. Like we're so addicted to other things that we, without even realizing, that we're like spending so much time with it that we're not spending any time with him. Um, You know, it's really about getting to a place in your relationship with God where you just have that desire, where you just, what, the first thing you think when you wake up is, man, I want to get into the secret place right now. And, or man, I just need to pray. I so want to pray. And not just like a three minute prayer, but like pray for like half an hour. You know what I mean? At least wake up early, wake up half an hour early or something. I, like I want to be practical about this. Because this is me. Um, you know, wake up half an hour early before you need to you head to work or start your day, do whatever you do. 
and just put that effort in. Go to bed half an hour earlier and use that time to pray. Um, but also pray throughout the day as well because it's so important that you don't just, you know, treat treat God like he's not there all the time because he is. You know, he goes with you everywhere. <laughs> um, and you should be using him everywhere and not just, you know, treating him like he's a, I don't know, something you take with you everywhere. Your phone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I just pray, you know, that we would just get, that we would just get that that you guys would get that from this. I, mean, I want the desire to pray like you pray like you watch TV. You know the the desire to pray like you have a stronger desire to get on Instagram and Facebook. You know what I mean? Like that that same kind of first thing I do in the morning, like without fail. For most people, pick your phone up, refresh your Facebook feed, check out what everyone's doing on Instagram. Now yeah, that's it's just normal now. That's like the normal thing. It used to be like getting up and brushing your teeth and, and going to the toilet. And now it's like, check your phone for a second, then go to the toilet and then, you know, go on with your day. And it's not, God's not even in that first, your literal first waking moments of your day. He's not even in it. Um, you know, it's, it's, this is my prayer too. So don't, don't feel like, um, you know, I'm kind of, telling you guys something like you need to do this or something like that not not at all like this is this is for me as well god gave me this not just to say to you guys without having the relate uh, the revelation 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 first myself um so you know my prayer is to just you know god give us more of you give us a desire for more prayer more fasting and more of the holy spirit you know it's so so important you know, 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, The weapons of our warfare are not the weapons of the world. Right? Instead, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So, you know, we, we battle not against flesh and blood, but the things of the spirit, right? As as we all, as we already know, you know, this is a <laughs> this is a given, but but it's it's so powerful when you actually read that and grasp that because it's not just words on a page you know it's not just this pretty oh we're not supposed to attack people kind of thing you know like it's it's not it's not about that it's about the fact that there are there's a war going on two sides are fighting one for good and one for evil very simple. You see it in every single... Where do you think they got the idea for all these movies and shows? <laughs> the idea didn't just come out of nowhere. You know, it's it's real. It's so real. So prayer isn't the only uh, weapon that you've got, of course. When it comes to spiritual warfare, we've got worship, you know. Um, even fasting as well. Um, but we can talk about that in another episode. Um, power of worship. Um, but the power to destroy strongholds guys the strongholds of distraction of unbelief that you guys, you guys might be feeling this right now while you're listening you might be getting or, or while you're trying to pray you're getting distracted you have unbelief that god's not going to answer your prayer you have weariness you know you get you ever get that feeling where it's the second you start praying or like speaking in tongues while you're in your prayer time you straight away start yawning and like you get tired you're like you're like what the heck i just woke up like not just woke up tired, like just woke up an hour ago and you're already like yawning, you know, it's, it's 
these are str- these can be strongholds that are trying to pry you away from spending time with God. It's so serious, guys. You know, some of us really get tired the second we start to pray or or have that unbelief or weariness like just in the back of our heads. But like guys, that that is a demonic thing. That is not just luck that that would happen. That is not just coincidental that that happens the second you start to pray or the second you start to intentionally pursue God. That doesn't just happen coincidentally, right? It is absolutely demonic. And we need to break that off ourselves in the name of Jesus. You know, the devil works overtime trying to distract you from the place of prayer. He doesn't he doesn't want you destroying these strongholds and contracts that they that he has sent, you know, against you guys. Against us, I should say. Um we got we have to wake up and realize this. The church has been for too long dormant when it comes to spiritual things. You know, and I know some churches have been um, kind of awake to it for a long time, but but majority of churches, the general church of the world, has just fallen asleep to this. And we really need to wake up because we got to realize that, you know, these, these seemingly random bad things happen to us and we just think, oh, it's bad luck. You know, we don't, we don't think anything of it. We just think, oh, this is, this is bad luck. You know, I, I went in for my, was going in for my first day of work and ended up breaking my leg, you know, or like, which could be a freak accident, of course. But, you know, like if all these bad things are happening to you and all these, all these things that are against you for seemingly no reason, it's demonic, guys. It, it doesn't just happen, you know, it's not just luck. And there's strongholds coming against you. So we we gotta wake up, guys. We gotta stop being a punching bag for the devil. You know, just because religion tells you, you know, ah, oh, yeah, it's all good. You just need counselling. You just need medication, or or you know, <laughs> you just need to think positive thoughts, and and those things will go away. You know, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with that stuff. But man, like. <laughs> What would society look like if Christians were more concerned with spiritual warfare than they are with what's going on in the world? You know, what would what would society look like if we if we woke up and realized this? That like there is a war going on while we live our lives and it's just the norm. That's what we've been that's it's in our blood. It's what we've been trained to believe because as the church has become more and more dormant and excuse me, asleep, um, these things have just gotten worse. And now you have strongholds against you that are trying to stop you from doing these things in God that you just think it's a normal thing. You just think it's life. You know, people tell you, oh, life's hard, life's bad luck. And yes, it is hard. And yes, bad things will still happen to you. But for it's way too often, every single one of us, don't realize that it's not just luck that where that bad things happen. They don't just randomly happen to people for bad luck. The devil is out to get us. Okay, he's out to distract us. He's out to take us away from God. To take to split families up. To to break marriages up. Everything, anything bad you can think of is what he's out to do. You know, and some I'm not trying to give the devil credit, but but the problem is is we pretend that he's not there or that he's not 
trying to work against us. And because of that, we ignore things like that, thinking it's just life because that's what we get told. When we could, in reality, be stopping these things from happening. We could be breaking these things in Jesus' name. We could be in our prayer closet or in the secret place, and we could be breaking these things, guys. We could be going to war with these things. I wonder what would happen if we put our phones down, you know, if we turned the TV off and blocked out all those distractions that the enemy tried to throw at us. I really, really wonder what society would look like. I wonder if, I wonder if half the things that we see happening around the world would actually be happening if Christians were truly believers and truly understood the power they have in prayer, in that that God-given power. You know, I want I want you guys to realize, just like I do, like, oh man, <laughs> there's just so much power. What if we said no? more satan i will not let you take my prayer life no more will i let you have my house my marriage my decisions you know what would happen if you drew that line you stood up and said no more as for me and my house we will serve the lord because we've we've lost our spines guys we we want to play this pretty gracious um paint this pretty gracious picture of God. He's so loving and, and yeah, he is. But at the same time, <laughs> he's the winner of a war that's happening. No one's even close to him. But we pretend that because he's God, that he's that something's not happening, that there's not a force trying to take us away from him, trying to, t- to distract us with everything and trying to take that, that um, knowledge and revelation of, uh, said it right that time. That's awesome. The revelation of knowing that, hey, we have power. Yes, the enemy is after us. Yes, there's strongholds. Yes, there's probably contracts. You know, yes, these things are, are all happening around us that are trying to get to us. But the power that you have because of God, because Jesus is in you and the Holy Spirit moves through you, because of that, the devil doesn't stand a chance. We have to realize this. But it comes through the power of prayer. It comes through having that prayer life. It doesn't just happen. You know, positive words and, and counseling doesn't make the devil go away. Right? Breaking strongholds. Setting people free from demons. Fasting. Praying. Just spending time with God in a secret place. These things just absolutely hammer the enemy, right? The gates of hell shall not prevail. It has nothing to do with us putting our our shields up while the devil attacks us. That's not what the verse says, because it wouldn't say that. It would say the enemy can't get through your gates. It doesn't say that, though, does it? We know that it says the gates of hell shall not prevail. That means that we have to be, we should be, proactively fighting back and not only fighting back but on the offensive and have the enemy on the defensive because for too long now he's been on the offensive or because of a weak modern day church modern day friendly weak church you know it's it's time for us to just wake up to it and realize that power that we've got you know don't let the news tell you what's happening 
don't let the news be uh, that blockage between you and God, having that fear in your mind that like, oh, everything that's going on, oh, you know, what's God doing? Like, you know, we hear all this stuff, you know, Jesus is coming back soon and that, but what's going on? Like, you know, set your eyes on the things above, not on the things of earth, but on the things of heaven. He knows what's going on. This isn't even in notes, but he knows what's going on. You know, spend that time with him. And you shall prevail. It's time for us to stand up, guys. It's time for you to live your life of revival that God has for you. You know, It's time for us to stop acting like restrictions and lockdowns and vaccines are stopping us from living life to the fullest and having a happy life. Because that's how a lot of us are acting. <laughs> I know this sounds like really convicting, but this is what God was saying to me. I felt so convicted too. I was like, I was like, far out. Should I really talk about this? Because this is um, this seems a bit mean, but it it it's not. It's true. We have to wake up. We've been sleeping for too long. It is time. Maybe it's time to get more stern. Yeah, maybe it's time to wake up and realize the lack of prayer. And the lack of a true and intimate relationship with God is what is stopping you from living life to the fullest and a happy life. The fact that you spend more time investing in the news and investing in social media and every other thing more than you spend you know, investing time in prayer, in worship, in a secret place, that's what's stopping you from being happy, guys. Not the lockdowns. Because guess what? Lockdown basically makes your house, your whole house, can now be the secret place. <laughs> and maybe it should be anyway, probably, but but we got to stop looking at what's happening and let that determine the way we feel. Because at the end of the day, we're not on this earth for long when you compare it to eternity in heaven. We're not on the earth for long at all. You know, I, I, I see stuff on uh, you know social media all the time of people complaining about stuff that's happening and being... Yeah, anti this, anti that, and whatever. And I'm not going to comment on my beliefs or anything like that. And I, I don't want to get into anything political like this. But guys, this is for everybody's sake that we believe in the power of God and that we realize that He's here. He hasn't gone anywhere. Nothing's changed. Doesn't matter how bad it gets. Nothing's changed, and nothing will change. Okay. You know, like I, I think back to reading the Book of Job. You know, he lost everything. <laughs> you know, he lost pretty much everything but the roof over his head and his wife. Um, you know, he lost his children, lost all of his crops and livestock. You know, like, basically, you think about it like this, you know, you, if you lost your kids, dead, gone, you know, tragic accident out of nowhere, and then you lost your business and your car or something like that, or your house or something, or not your house, but your business and your car, your, your way of working and stuff. And even still, after losing all that, he also lost his good health. You know, he was sick. He was in excruciating pain. He had bumps and, um, not warts, but, you know, bumps and, and skin irritations all over his body. But what did he do? He kept worshipping, guys. He, every bad thing that happened to him, he kept going forward. He didn't go, oh, you know, oh, God, what's going on, you know, oh, he didn't freak out and not talk to God anymore. 
he literally pressed in harder because of these things that were happening. We can't act like everything that's going on around us is um, a reason to give up on everything or a reason to become hard-hearted because of the bad stuff that's going on. You know, Job lost absolutely everything and he still never gave up praying and he still never gave up on God and talking to God and spending time with him. He still prayed, he still worshipped. And even after that, his friends <laughs> came and basically blamed him and said, it has to be your fault because God wouldn't do this. You know, if you want to, if you guys want to read it, it is a lot of back and forth. So, but, um, but that's, you know, that's the gist of it. But, but Job never gave up on God. And I think there's not many of us that can relate to something that bad happening to us because maybe over a lifetime of 60, 70 years, you could, but this all happened in one, pretty much one instance. You know, I'm sure within one year it all happened. Lost kids, lost job, basically. Lost livestock and crops. Um, lost his health, you know. So, it makes me just think, What I wonder how the world would look if we were more like Job. When it comes to his faith and his trust in God. No matter what it looks like. I'm still going to praise you, no matter what it feels like. I'm still going to pray, God. I'm still going to spend time with you. You know, the harder the trials, the harder we need to worship God and pray and spend time with him and talk to him in the secret place. You know, Ephesians 6.13, I love this so much because it's so fitting for today. I mean, you know, the Bible really is that, isn't it? But you can take out of anywhere and it just it just fits so well. But but this is so good, guys. I want you to grasp this, okay? It says, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. This should, this should be the motto for every household, especially in the times now. This should be the motto. Take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day. It doesn't say resist the evil, even though that is true as well. It says in the evil day. And having done everything you possibly can to stand firm. What's everything we possibly can? Prayer. Worship. You're spending time with him. These are all the things, guys. We have the power. You literally have the power to destroy strongholds. You know, if you think about it, spiritual stronghold, guys. What's a stronghold? Basically a fort, okay? <laughs> Imagine if there was a fort outside of your house where archers were just shooting arrows at you every time you went out of the house. And then when you were inside the house, they tried to do stuff as well. That's basically what happens, but spiritually. And you've got the power just by simply being in the secret place with God. You've got that power to completely destroy it. You don't even have to go outside and you don't even have to do anything. You just have to sit or stand and pace like I do when I pray. You just need to get in there and be intentional with God because you're not going to survive. You know, I see a lot of people, um, you know, getting really discouraged by what's going on and it's, and it's hard. It's not easy. It is very easy to get um, discouraged by everything. It's not easy to, you know, kind of remember God's got this. You know, we've got to get in that secret place. 
we have to realize the authority and power that we've got. Thanks to God. It's so real, guys. And I think it, I truly believe that it is more important than it has ever been. Now, that's it for this week, guys. Um, hopefully, it wasn't too uh, convicting, but at the same time, I hope it was because I was very convicted by it. And I think uh, it's really going <laughs> to shake some people up <laughs> in a good way, of course. It's going to shake some people up, hopefully. That's what I pray. Guys, I pray that you would have a revelation, that you would have a hunger stir up in you of how important it is to realize that power that you've got, how important it is to be spending time with him in intimate relationship with God, because it's so hard. If you have an intimate relationship with God, life is so much easier, guys. It doesn't make it easy. But it is so much easier to be able to fall back on God. That's one of the reasons why he's there. He doesn't just abandon you in time of need. He's there. He wants you to lean on him. So, Lord, I just pray that you would just give us all a revelation of that, Lord. I pray that you would help us to see and, and realize and truly know in our hearts how much authority and power you have given us. How when we go into that secret place with you, God, into the place of prayer, the strongholds become destroyed. God, that divine power to resist in the evil day. God, I pray you would give every household, every person that listens to this, that revelation, that they would know. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed. Um, hopefully it wasn't uh, too hectic. Um, <laughs> it felt really good to kind of hear it um, and kind of get those thoughts in my head in my study time for this and prayer time for it. It was, it was really good for that revelation I think because it's so hard in this day and age um, and it's not going to get any easier guys so that is why it's so important that we get into that place of prayer guys it's so so important um, give us a follow on insta at talking revival or lowercase if you don't follow already um, thank you so much for everyone who's following and listening um, I really really appreciate it so much um, looking into getting started on YouTube as well. It may not be video, it may only be audio for the time being, but um, but yeah. So uh, give us a comment, give us a message on Instagram if you want me to talk about anything, or you know, you, God's put something on your heart, or um, or whatever it may be. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoyed. Peace out, guys. Be blessed too. Be blessed.